There are only, really, to be honest with you, only two things that I care about in life. That is music and love. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. So, like, it's either love or music. And at that time, it was love. Yeah. But now I'm realizing I need to love myself. Mm. And I need to... I need... I deserve. I deserve the chance to get what I what I'm good at you know like I love making music I know I'm good at it I have the heart for it and I and it's like it gives me a purpose Mm -hmm. so I would never want to sacrifice that for someone welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another episode of the my Mike and I podcast episode 151 I am Noah Alvarez the host of the show welcome back ladies and gentlemen hey before we get into it, be sure to like, subscribe, follow the podcast's homepage, regardless on what platform you're listening on, whether it's SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Be sure to subscribe and follow the show. And if you're listening on Apple, drop a rating and review. I'd greatly appreciate it. It only takes about a minute or a minute and a half of your time. It would really help new listeners get a grasp on what this show is all about. So, appreciate you guys for doing that in advance. Now, before we get into this week's episode, did want to thank True 100 Radio for having us on their platform. Be sure to check them out at TRU, the number 100radio.com. And shout out to the man with the plan behind True 100 Radio. That is Jamal Boom Bostic over on Twitter. I think his real name is just Jamal Bostic. So, again, shout out to Jamal for having us on this platform bringing all of us podcast hosts together just be sure to support your local podcast all right also wanted to remind you guys to follow my mic and i on instagram if you're on the platform i like to promote some audio and visual snippets it's also a good way to interact with me if you're interested in being on the show or just want to give some feedback or just you know i guess want to i don't know follow up on some of the other stuff with the podcast and the plan and behind the scenes stuff so yeah that's at my period mike and period i on instagram you can follow me on twitter at underscore noah alvarez and that's for more you know more of a personal account i post a lot of my sports takes on there as well as a bunch of other funny stuff so be sure to check out those two platforms if you're interested in being on the show or would like to give some feedback and now i believe we can get into this week's episode can i get a drum roll please This week, for episode 151 of the My Mike and I podcast, we have the one and the only, the girl who knows how to put on a show. Yes, that's right. It's Devereaux coming from Orange County, and we talk a lot about, well, first of all, I want to mention that she's been on the show before back in, it was definitely 2019. I want to say it was about episode 80, 88 maybe, and I originally met her back in that time, and she's grown so much since then, so we talk about the growth from that time. Is also talk about this new group or team that she's a part of. Oh, that's filthy. Some of her recent projects, what she's looking forward to musically, but also personally as well. So it's a very fun conversation. I had a great time. Thank you again, Devereaux, for being on the show. Without further ado, hope you guys enjoy the conversation between Devereaux and myself. What is up, guys? We are here with Noah, my Mike and I podcast. It's me, Devereaux. I'm in this bitch. Hey. We're about to chop it up a little bit. We yes. got Noah, obviously, your host. <laughs> I love this, yo. I love this. Um, first off, I want to say happy birthday. Thank you. Happy belated Thank birthday. Thank you so much. Thank you. You finally turned 21. Finally. Everyone can stop being like, hey, do you want to hang out? Oh, wait, you're not 21 yet. Ah, yeah. <sighs> so now you can go pretty much anywhere. Um, your experience as a 21-year-old, how, how is it different? 
you know, it is so weird for me because I feel like because I'm so small and because people treat me like I'm like I'm kind of like I'm a kid, like baby me because mm. I'm small. It's actually uncomfortable for me to like go into places. I like forget. I forget that I'm 21. I'll, I'll like walk in and then I'm like, oh shit, are they gonna card me? And then I'm like, wait, I'm good. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> here you go. Here's my card. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> the proof so, is in the pudding. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, you know, the first thing I had to buy was some blunt wraps. Nice. Key. I was like, I mean. Just go in there and grab some. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you have a particular favorite flavor? I'm not gonna lie to you. I like. People are gonna hate me for this, but I like grape swishers. Yeah. You already know I'm all about the purple and. Yes. Honestly, I don't really care about the flavor. Mm-hmm. I think it's just I'm used to swishers. That's what I'm used to rolling with. So I'm just like, okay, that's what I use. But I'll I'll smoke with Dutchess. I'll roll up with whatever you know. Mm-hmm. And I think grape grape to me is like one of the better flavors of swisher sweets. Also blueberry. But I don't really oh, see some of those flavors. I saw flavors. blueberry. I didn't. I was gonna get it, but I didn't. Have you tried this one? I've never tried this one. I picked it up today. I was like, "Fuck it." What is this? Okay. Um, is this the original? It's just the original. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. I just saw them and I was like, <laughs> "Can I just get those, please?" And you know what's a trip is that a lot of places. I I don't know if it was like a city by city thing or like a state by state thing, but mm-hmm. certain cities in California they stopped selling the flavored. Blunt wraps. I did hear about that. Yeah, I don't know. Full. I believe Fullerton's one of those cities. That makes me sad. I went to like a few a few Fullerton liquor stores, and they're like, "Oh yeah, like." But this was back in December or around election season last year, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh yeah, like, you know, starting next year, we're gonna stop selling these." And I was like, "Oh, like, that's weird." Mm-hmm. But you know, when, when I go to the ones where I live, or even in like Santa Ana Garden Grove, they have them. So I think it's just a city it just by city. It just depends. I'm sure, like, even if you go to a smoke shop, mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll have them. Like, yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll see. So. I wanted to catch up a lot from last time that we had you on because so much, so has, much changed. has changed. So much has changed. Oh my God. Your hair has changed. Your age has changed. Just everything has changed about you. But overall, what would you say like is the biggest change from, was it 2019 to oh 2021 gosh. now? Well, um, first of all, I'm single. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness for that. You know, finding myself. The biggest change I would say is I think I'm just learning about myself more. Mm. I'm taking this year, I really want to take this year to zone in on like, what are my toxic traits? What could I be better at? What can I do? Because I feel like I've done so much complaining ever since I like me and my ex broke up. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you were, you met him, all that shit. I feel like I've done so much complaining and like crying and like being torn down and feeling a certain type of way for so long that at this point I'm like, I'm tired of complaining. Like, I'm tired of being that bitch. Like, yeah. to be honestly, I'm tired of being like, oh great here's dev again like here she's crying on her fucking story Uh, like i hate that like it is my way of venting but at some point i just had to be like i'm tired of being like this like i really need to zone in on myself and figure out what the fuck is wrong because i can't live like this you Mm -hmm. know i'm an adult now i need to get my shit together and so just you know just having friends that will point out like hey i realize that you're doing this and i can tell it's a cycle and you know why do you do that or like hey you shouldn't do this like Mm -hmm. think about it like this so just really tuning into myself and learning, you know? Yeah. And it's an adjustment too. I think you get so used to like that being your person and you do, you have a routine set out with them and it doesn't matter how long you spend in a relationship with that person or even talking to them as friends, mm-hmm. but it's just like, it's a big adjustment to go back out of it. Cause sometimes, at least from my experience too, like I, every relationship that I've been in, I, I get like 
too invested mm-hmm. and I like, I don't Amen. <laughs> I don't cut off all my friends but it kind of feels like that I'm sure and like you spend so much time with the other person right, and right. like that's fine you know it's cool to, to enjoy someone's presence but what I'm learning also is like you have to have your own life you have to have your yeah. own things otherwise you're gonna be putting so much pressure on this person to like right can like give me attention like hey talk to me hey like yeah. but it's like if you're busy and they're busy then you're good you know you guys meet up when you can mm-hmm. just do your thing and we were talking about before we recorded about doing things by yourself mm-hmm. that's important too um a few years ago before i had met my ex as well mm-hmm. i went to a trip i went on a trip to san diego by myself and this summer i kind of was like i should do something similar like that again because you know if, if i'm always like waiting on a friend to do so mm-hmm. but you know our schedules may not align or they can't get the time off or they're not interested because that's the biggest thing too is like when i go places like i i want to sightsee i want to maybe do a hike over there or whatever you know like in that area and not everyone has that like kind of same want Mm -hmm. so sometimes you like sometimes you accommodate you meet in the middle like they do one of yours we do one of i do one of theirs but it's also kind of like eh, frustrating so i definitely want to try to do something like a trip yeah like a trip on your own that'd be dope i don't think i'm there yet but one day eventually (laughs) i'm sure i'll be there (laughs) yeah i think that's a good thing for sure um my mom is actually the one who like really taught me like I told you earlier like really told me after um after I got out of my relationship you know I was going through so much and she was like you know what I think you just need to learn to do things by yourself and be comfortable by yourself and love yourself because as long as you you got yourself somebody bringing something it's just gonna add yeah like you really shouldn't be finding someone to like fix you you just gotta find someone that's gonna add to your happiness while you fix yourself and who's gonna treat you well yeah so shouts out to my mom yeah that's super dope parents jumping that wisdom why do you think this and there's no right or wrong answer but why do you think that we need to be fixed by someone else because i've also felt like that you know i don't feel like i need i don't feel like we need to be fixed by someone else i think in the past i did because mm-hmm. it's like mostly because i didn't understand how to deal with the emotions that i had and mm-hmm. like what i'd seen my whole life is just you know my mom and her relationships which weren't the healthiest at all mm-hmm. so I always thought like, you know, my mom, my mom has issues too. You know, I have, I have mental illnesses as well. And I'm just, I would just think like, you know, I just want somebody who's going to help me and who's going to like make, understand me and, and all this. And maybe that's true. Maybe you can find someone like that, but I think I'm just starting to learn that I don't really want someone to fix me. I just want someone to like add to my happiness and understand what I'm going through and just grow with me right you know? mm-hmm. and I'm willing to put in the work and like try to help whoever I'm with grow and you know put in the energy I yeah. feel like I, I have so much love to give and I I want to give so much love but sometimes I have to hold back yeah know? makes sense Cause I feel like very similarly like pre-2019 I was always kind of waiting for like the right one quote-unquote to kind of save me mm-hmm. and that's I don't know. I find that problematic. You know, like I would definitely if, is. If I was, you know, my parent, or just if I'm in the future, I have kids. Like I don't want them to grow up thinking like that. And I, I don't think we're the only people who would think that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very common thing. So I just, it's kind of a trip. I wish, as a child, we were taught more to love ourselves and respect ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you Amen. know, I, I, you can't pinpoint like whether it's like the parents, the schools. I'm sure it's like accumulation of everybody, but. Yeah, there's definitely, like, I feel like in our generation, we kind of lack that sometimes. I'm very blessed right now because I feel like our generation is kind of, like, the first to really point out, like, mental illness and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Because when it comes to, like, my grandparents, they're very, like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Depression? Like, just get over it. Like, just get (laughs) the fuck up. And I'm just over here like, bro, I am trying. Like, you don't get it. Like, I'm losing it right now. Like, yeah. 
but I, I think it's really cool because now I can, now I can talk about things freely and, like, pinpoint certain things and understand, like, oh, maybe this is because something like this happened when I was younger or yeah. whatever else, you know, so I really like that we're so aware mm-hmm. and that I feel like we're so open-minded too. It's mm-hmm. just everyone has their way of living and, you know, not everyone goes, not everyone is okay with everything, but like a lot of people are very understanding, which mm-hmm. I really like. I like being understood and I like meeting new people who live different types of lives and yeah. just all come together and just learn. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the most amazing thing ever recently, yeah. especially with my team. Like it's amazing. Yeah. Being like a one-on-one is so special, you know, like you're not trying to copycat or anybody mm-hmm. and you're just your own person. Now, you mentioned your team. That's also something that's changed since the last time I spoke with you. Yes, I have a team now. How did you come to meet them? So, um, in January, actually. 2021? Last year? Last Or was it last year? I think it was, like, December of last year. Okay. Okay, so December of last year, I was living in 29 Palms with my mom yeah. and my family, and I was just so unhappy there. I didn't know anybody, you know. I. It just wasn't my scene, you know. It's just too quiet. Yeah. So, um... Steven um, and Pretty Papes had gotten a hold of me and they're kind of like, hey, so we have this song. We want you to be on it. Like, we like your vocals. Um, Is there any way we could get you to do that? Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of like, I'm a little bit far right now. Like, I explained to them the whole situation. I was like, you know, I'm not happy here. Like, I want to be making music. I want to be with my friends, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And they were just kind of like, you know what? Like, let us know whenever you come out here so we can record. So Mm -hmm. I ended up going out there like two weeks later. And he, Steven, my manager had invited me he and he was like hey let's have a meeting so i just went through and he we just kind of got like comfortable with each other we met each other and he kind of asked me what are you looking for in music like what are you what are your goals what what can you help what do you need help with what can you help us with type of thing Mm -hmm. and ever since then like i've just felt very part of the family i felt very loved very accepted I love Oh That's Filthy. They're all amazing. Okay. Is that the group's name? That oh is. That's Filthy? OTF. Oh That's Filthy. Hey, okay. You know, we got Pretty Paves. We got Steven. We got Daniel James. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. We have a lot of people. We got Noah. Is Noah James, right? Noah James. I've seen we him got around. Pretty Paves. We got... Just, there's so many. Zay. That's super dope. It's a good team. I'm, I'm glad to proud. see that. I'm so proud. <laughs> and I know you're a big Odd Feature fan, too, so it's kind of cool to see. I'm not saying you guys are, are mm-hmm. exactly the same, but... But it's, it's kind of a similar dynamic. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of like the collective mindset. I mean, it's very rare to find that many people with similar goals mm-hmm. or just like a similar vibe. But when you do, you it just it's so it's much more fun. Yeah. It's a machine, and it's so much more fun because mm-hmm. I'm having, I feel like I'm having the time of my life right now oh. just because I'm with a team. Yeah, like that's what makes this all fun. I've never been part of a team that's so, like they'll talk like we talk about our feelings mm-hmm. like they really do invest in their artists it's not just like here let's do this shit and like put out music it's very hey how are you doing mm-hmm. you know everyone meets up and we're all just like super close we all smoke we'll just be smoking blunts the whole night dancing nice. throwing on music it's just it's the best it's i'm having the time of my life right now yeah. honestly that's dope all right so you mentioned too the song they recorded with pretty papes mm-hmm. paradise oh yes paradise the visuals for that too mm-hmm. how much fun is it to you know record not a song like that but also with like that like you said that collective of artists and everything you know i actually that was the first time me and papes had like well we'd met before i met him like maybe a year and a half prior mm-hmm. a few times um but this was the first time that we actually met up and like kind of felt each other's energy and like created something so mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun because 
Paradise was a completely different song when I first heard it. Like, mm. with just Papes' part, it was a completely different feel. It was not that genre at mm. all. And then, like, I kind of got on there and I was like, you know what? I think some harmonies would sound good here. You know, I want to try this out. And he was like, you know what? I really like how you sing the hook. So I, instead of me singing the hook in the forefront, I want you to be the main vocal. Oh. And nice. we just built from there, and it was it was dope just seeing everyone's reactions, like seeing Steven watch me do what I'm good at and what I love doing, and like just seeing how impressed that they were and like how happy they were with the song. That is, I, I think recording is my favorite part of being an artist, honestly. Okay. Like the sessions and just talking to people and meeting people, you know? Yeah. And I thought that was like, from his previous mu- music, that last album, Romance Mike, mm-hmm. was just like a totally different vibe, but it like... <sighs> so good it hit something different you know it did yeah, yeah. like he it was like really what? did that yeah and like, his singing voice and all of that he did a great job shout out to papes yeah. i love him shout that's like my papes. big brother honestly <laughs> that's super cool to see i've also noticed too like just you know watching you look at your discography on spotify you've mm-hmm. also done a lot of other features was that like a goal for you this you know over the past year to kind of be on more artists tracks and get more notif- uh, notoriety you know what i think that's the opposite of what my goal was because okay. I've done so many features. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I'm going to keep it 100, mm-hmm. you know, my mic and I. Hey. But um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of times when I do features, I don't really like the song mm. or like it's not something that I would listen to on my own time. Okay. It's just more of like, hey, like I, I appreciate this person's energy. I really fuck with them. So, you know, what can I give them? What can I give to them? How can we vibe? How can we have fun? You know? Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of go in there and I'll help them and it's just, a, it's a fun experience. But I think this year what I want to focus on is me, you okay. know, more me. I have not done a feature, like I've not had someone feature on any of my songs mm. yet. So that hasn't happened. I would love to get Medusa Spitz on that. Oh, okay. I love her. She's my favorite Orange County female artist. Okay. Not, hands down. All right. Medusa. <laughs> so yeah, I... I'm trying to do solo music. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on an artist plan right now. In two years, I'll be dropping a project if everything goes to plan, you nice. know? Okay. Right now, I'm just pumping out singles. Okay. Like, I just put out um, Not the Wifey Type yep. on my birthday. Yeah. I am not the wifey type, but wish I had that wifey. <laughs> I love that song uh-huh. because well, it's so fun. Yeah. What was the inspiration behind that song? Funny story. And like I said, I'm going to keep it real, y'all, because I'm with my Mike and I right now. Hey. Um, I was talking to somebody and he pissed me off. He mm. made me mad. And I was like getting in my feelings, you know, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm a bad bitch. Like, do you see what I'm doing? Why am I tripping? Like, why am I, yeah, you know, like yeah. kind of trying to calm myself down. So I got in the studio with Ochoa. Uh, the homie, he produced it and he engineered it. He's amazing. He's actually doing a lot right now. Mm-hmm. I got in the studio with him. He like kind of was making this beat, you know, and I was like, yeah, I think I want something more upbeat. I want to do something more fun. Mm-hmm. And I just started like kind of going off. I was like, let me, what do I write to this? And then I just like started thinking about how <laughs> annoyed I was. And I was like, I'm just going to fucking flex on this song. Yeah. Spending them racks that you can't even smell. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just went off. It was fun. And that's this has to be my favorite release so far. Okay. Up in Smoke was second favorite, but this one because I'm not used to having music that I can dance to and right. like that yeah. I can like have fun to. And it's so nice to have that rather than like, mm-hmm. I'm crying because I'm making R&B music. Yeah. This is like a little like, like I don't want to say sassy, but like for lack of a better word, like mm-hmm. that sassiness. Yeah, too. definitely. You, know, you can hear it. I'm trying to do more like that. I think everything that I'm working on right now is pretty um, confident, like mm-hmm. bad bitch music. Yeah. To be honest with you, bad bitch music. 
Yeah, that's tight. So. And I know from the last time that we had you on my mic and I, mm -hmm. very, you were in a different mindset, right? And I know you kind of always, I remember I had asked you a question about like the Megan the Stallions, the Cardi B's, mm -hmm. and you're like, you know, I really admire them from a distance and you wish you could be, not not like, like them, but kind of just have that confidence mm -hmm. like them. Yeah. And now I'm kind of seeing it grow and like, that's so cool. Like, so props to you, yo. <laughs> Thank you. That props was, that you. actually made me so happy right now. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. I think the last time you saw me, I was just not in a good place. I think I was just like comfortable with my relationship and it just made me kind of not Mm -hmm. strive for what I needed to strive for because I was so invested in this person I was so in love that I was like mm. let me help you what can I do for you yeah. like what can I and it was just all him all the time and I I realized now I'm like I can't let anybody get in the way of me and my music yeah because 100%. there are two things that I care about in life there are only really to be honest with you only two things that I care about in life and that is music and love mm -hmm. that's it that's it so like it's either love or music yeah. and at that time it was love yeah but now i'm realizing i need to love myself mm. and i need to i need i deserve i deserve the chance to get what i what i'm good at you know like yeah. i love making music i know i'm good at it i have the heart for it and i and it's like it gives me a purpose mm -hmm. so i would never want to sacrifice that for someone and i do know now like if i am with someone they're gonna be the ones supporting me and they're gonna be like yeah let, you want to go to the studio right now hell yeah let's go to the studio they're yeah. not gonna fight with me so that i don't go to the studio exactly on purpose, you know like you know I mean? so i'm I'll just buy you uber you know <laughs> yeah, exactly there you go yeah or even better like i'll come with you yeah i'll be your hype man there or you hype go. woman whatever mm -hmm. love that that's tight hell yeah it's good to hear the growth Thank you. <laughs> so I also wanted to ask you too, because I've noticed you know, social media presence, I feel like the way you use it is very interactive mm -hmm. and it, you don't use it too much, but you also use it like just enough to like, so your fans can kind of understand like what you're doing, what you're mm -hmm. working on, what you got coming up next. Yep. Um, did you kind of pick that up from somebody else or was that just like you kind of turn a new leaf with it on your own? Yes. You know what, Steven, shout out to Steven. Oh, that's filthy has taught me so much in the short amount of time we've worked together. He mm -hmm. has completely changed how i present myself how i am on social media how to interact better mm -hmm. i've learned a lot of skills through him and i'm still learning so yeah he definitely had a big part in that of like him and also my friend uh her name on instagram is she's kind of curious her name oh, okay. is jess so her definitely too she's taught me like i used to put like a bunch of pictures in one post and then she would be like why don't you put one picture so then they're kind of like what is she doing like what is this what is yeah. this and then you put another one and then you're like giving them more information so i've picked up a lot of tips okay hell yeah that's dope it's good to know because instagram is such a growing platform and not even just instagram mm -hmm. but social media in general everything yeah mm -hmm. and people you know we we're mentioning pretty papes like he's had a lot of music kind of mm -hmm. kind of blow up he's over social media you know mm -hmm. tiktok and Boom. songs yeah songs will just like like that and with no one to and it was an older song too it wasn't like anything he just put out mm -hmm. it was just like that happened to be that beat that someone liked and they threw it on a bunch of different stuff it's and, all marketing yeah like honestly marketing i never knew <sighs> ever ever since i started working with this team i realized what i was doing before was not shit mm -hmm. like don't get me wrong I, I got pretty far on my own in the past three years but like I'm like, there's actually levels to this shit. Like, yeah. I had no idea any of this stuff that I'm doing now was, like, part of it. Like, it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. But it's, you gotta learn, you know? Yeah. You have to be ahead of the curve. You have to make sure you have your ducks in a row, and you just gotta get shit done. <laughs> like, okay, there so, you go. It's a little overwhelming, but I, I, 
I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. So you mentioned earlier, too, you moved to Orange County. Mm-hmm. How has the move, I guess you say, either benefited you or... Yeah, I guess how has it benefited you? In, not just in your music process, but outside, too. Um, it has definitely benefited me because I'm happy where I'm at. Orange County, I've, I've lived in so many places, but Orange County is where I always come back to. Mm. It's my whole entire life because... I feel like there's so much life here. There's so much going on here that I love it. I love being around people. I love watching people do their thing. I like watching people grow. And personally, it's helped me a lot because I live with um, I live with my friend Obi and his sister. Um, and they're just very big parts of my life right now. They're mm-hmm. very good at picking out toxic habits that I have or cycles that I'm doing and you know they'll sit me down sometimes and be like hey like you're making me a little bit worried because I've realized that you've been doing this and like I know you don't want to fall into the same cycles I want you to do better like what can we do to help you yeah when I'm depressed you know I'll talk to her and she'll she'll come cuddle with me and she'll be like hey like it's okay like Mm. like she'll just talk me through it and to me that's big because I've been given tough love my whole life yeah but I'm so loving and affectionate and like that's the kind of love that I like to receive. Yeah. And for some reason, I find so many people who just give tough love. Like Steven, tough fucking love. <laughs> like I'll be like, bro, just tell me I'm doing a good job. <laughs> I just want your reassurance. Yeah. But he's like, no, I gotta be hard on you. Like this is how we're gonna get to the top. Like we all mm-hmm. have to eat, and like I have to make you guys strong. Cause yeah. This shit's not for the weak, and he's right, it's not. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. just I'm very I'm very happy with the place I'm at right now. I'm very happy with the people that are in my life right now. And I feel very blessed. That's awesome. And I'm really glad to be back here, honestly. Yeah. I really like coming here. <laughs> All right, awesome, yeah. And I, I know you talked about earlier, too, just, like, our generation, just more open to, like, mental health and mm-hmm. kind of just looking out for one another. And I think that's super important, you know, because yeah. – sometimes we think like it's just one person who makes it but usually there's like a team of people behind them it's all about the team Mm -hmm. all about the team support system you know the circle Mm -hmm. if you will so that's great to hear that thank you you're in a better space and everything Mm -hmm. what else do you have planned for this year musically so this year what i'm working on is being consistent with drops Mm -hmm. i i think in the past i would drop a song every six months Mm -hmm. And it wasn't very consistent, and there wasn't a lot of marketing behind it. Mm-hmm. But now I'm working on just being consistent. Maybe drop one thing every month at least, if I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of learning how to do the marketing and stuff like that. Okay, awesome. So it's been almost a little bit over a year since you know COVID first mm-hmm. kind of affected our lives and kind mm-hmm. of shut a lot of stuff down. How has that changed? Not even just like your music or creative process, but just how has that changed you as a person? It's made me socially awkward. Mm. I know I'm not the only one, but, like, (laughs) before I used to be the life of the party. Like, I would just be dancing. Like, fuck. I would be having so much fun. And now I go out into spaces with a lot of people, and I'm just the type that, like, wants to sit back and just, like, I don't really want to talk to people. I don't really... I just want to be chilling, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's made me socially awkward. Sometimes I'm not good at connecting with people as well as I used to be, and I feel like that's one of my strengths mm. is connecting to people and feeling how they feel and feeling their energy. But, you know, I think I'm going to get back. The more I feel like the more that we open up and people start going out more, we're just going to get more comfortable. This is yeah. just part of the process of going back into it, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be some growing pains. I heard Disneyland and uh, Knott's Berry Farm <gasps> oh, just opened yes. yesterday. I, wait, for everybody or just for the cast members? I heard it was the cast members. I think, oh, maybe it is just the cast members. I don't know, but I know there was like, like, like Harbor Boulevard had mm-hmm. more traffic on it. So hmm. I know they're are letting people in the park. I'm not sure who's allowed to get in or whatnot, but... um. That's fun. I love yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. What's your favorite place there? 
I don't. Uh, I haven't. I haven't been. I haven't been since the the last time I went to Disneyland was before they put in Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah, uh, so what? I, I still remember Tower of Terror. Was it? Yeah. That kind of makes me sad. <laughs> like you need to go to Disneyland but right I'm now. Just, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's a fun ride. Yeah, but I, I mean, Tower of the Terror was kind of like the same thing, right? No, I think Similar? this is better. Okay. Oh, no, they did. They did a lot. Okay. You need to. All right. You need to go. We're going to have a Disneyland day. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I think uh, Cars Land, though. Just, like, seeing the... I love Cars Land. The art that goes into mm-hmm. that. Like, that's so cool because, like, it looks exactly like the damn movie. And you're just like, fuck, that's pretty good, you know? Aren't they making a Star Wars Land or did they already do that? I think it was either already... It's either being done or it's already done. I think it's already done. Might be. I want to see that. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Stars Land. Yeah. I mean, Stars Land. Star Wars Land. Star Wars. Stars the Land. next goal is going to be... Space Queen Devereaux land. Hey, that'd be tight. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Just stars everywhere. Like you're going down slides. There's weed stands everywhere. Hey, just selling little joints and everything. That'd be fun. Yeah. Shit, I'd do that. A little theme park. I, I think that could potentially be like a futuristic thing that happens in the next 10 years. Like mm-hmm. a, not even so much like surrounded by you, I but just like, tell someone about like a, a weed themed amusement, amusement park. park. I mean, kind of, we people kind of already do that like low-key me, me, when me my dad and my stepmom would go to six flags mm-hmm. like we would just take a rig and take a bunch of dabs before we went in and yeah. then we just go on all the rides high and just yeah like, so i think they should actually make a, an amusement park with weed right and alcohol yeah well, maybe they can there's like that thc infused stuff mm. and I, I recently like got like a lemonade from one of those places a dispensary and uh pretty good like really did dope it, did it hit you or no yeah like it was a so it was like a big i don't know how many liters it was but it was like a decent sized bottle and mm-hmm. like you know it marked off how many so i guess it was like 150 milligrams in total and each little like basically <gasps> like one gulp oh. was like five milligrams and okay. so they marked it off so you can kind of keep track of how much you had that's smart and it did you know there was nights where i just had like you know i was really tired at the end of the night and just had one gulp and it was like five milligrams and it hit but then there was other times where I like you know i took a few and it like you know, not, yeah, I felt it like a lot more, you know. So, I, so do you? I mean, do you smoke a lot or no? Nah, I would say it's pretty like once a week, twice a weekish. Okay. That range. I don't. I don't know why I didn't think you smoked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck me, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no. I, no yeah. Um, it's because when I take like when it comes to edibles or like ingesting. Yeah. It doesn't hit me. Like I need yeah. to take a lot, like five hundred milligrams not gonna do because i went to the podcast with mad boy and all of them Mm -hmm. and we were smoking just blunt after blunt joint after joint they had like different edibles all of them were like 500 and they wanted us to try each one dang okay so i was just taking them and i was like i'm faded like from the weed but not the edibles like it's not hitting yeah so i I feel like edibles i mean obviously depends on people's tolerance level but Mm -hmm. edibles are super inconsistent too i remember like there were certain edibles that like i would eat it or take it mm-hmm. and it would hit like within the hour but then there was other times where like i didn't feel anything for four or five hours <gasps> and I, and you know like yeah when you're in that mode you're just like oh let me take some more and then in, like in the sixth hour mm. it was like whoosh you're like oh well that like happened to me that yeah. makes me even but it's it's the same with like anything you have to ingest mm. even like shrooms yeah i'll take them and i'll take an eighth and i'm chill i'm just talkative like yeah. i don't see anything i don't really obviously i feel a little bit but it's mm-hmm. not to the extent that people make it seem like people are like oh my god i was tripping and i'm like bro <laughs> do i need more or what is going on here mm-hmm. i think certain people have different experiences like i said it's all dependent on tolerance level definitely you know i'll smoke like if i smoke a blunt with a friend so it's like two people sharing a blunt like 
that'll get me like pretty on a good one, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like and like like you said, I kinda get more talkative and my thoughts feel like they're clearer and I don't know, I just feel not wanna say like in a better version of myself, but almost feels like that, you know. Yeah. It helps loosen you up, you know? Yeah, that's that's what that's the right word for it. You know what I mean? Got stoner Noah here. <laughs> I guess I just don't like putting it out there, you know, and people are always surprised that I don't because mm-hmm. I don't put it out there because I do work with, you know, like... Oh, yes, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, and so, you know... No, it's okay, you know, I... Like I said, I just don't put it out there like that mm-hmm. to, to that extent to, you know, so they don't see it, you know? Meanwhile, I'm over here, like, twice a day on my story, <laughs> like... Yeah, blood! <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think... And I don't think weed is bad. Like, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be treated like that. I shouldn't have no, to do yeah, it, but I understand yeah. that the, you know... The system is still set up to where it's like, oh, and especially like the people who are in control, the mm-hmm. principals, the sister principals, if they ever caught wind of that stuff, you know, it's it's a bad look because it's still like to them, old school yeah. thinking, you know, we can have these kids on it. Right? 100%. It's like, oh, bad, 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 you yeah. know? How old so, are the kids that you coach for? Um, high school. High school. So, so half of them are probably potheads already, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. be honest with you. There was, I'm pretty sure, you know, it's, it's, it's really funny. Like sometimes I catch a kid. Oh God. There's been a very few times where, like, I catch a kid and they're, like, you know, they're obviously fake. <laughs> and, what do you like, do? being in there, I don't know. I just try to, I try not to bring it up because I, uh. I can tell, like, at least from my experiences, well, I think it's only been, like, three or four times. But, like, mm. almost all of them, the kid was kind of, like, you could tell they're a little paranoid or a little anxious to be mm. around me. And I, I just, like, I didn't, I try not to bring it up at all okay. and just, like, relax, be, like, my normal self so I don't make attention to it. Because that would help relax them, um, but it's just—I don't know—I like inside though. I want to laugh. Like, it's like, oh, like you're, you're like, you know, like you're faded. Aww, like that's cool. Like <laughs> look at you. The good old days. I remember back then. Yeah, and so, you know, I think the biggest thing is like if I do get to talk to them about, you know, you're not really supposed to talk to them about that, but I just remind them to make smart decisions. I think mm-hmm. very vague, you know, and and you know, it doesn't have to be when they're. Like, maybe I overhear something and, and I'm like, oh, like, just, you know, make hard decisions. Yeah. You know, because, you know, we're all, we're all young and dumb at one point of our lives. And, yeah. Just yeah. in our whole lives. Yeah. We can all be dumb. <laughs> I'm True. dumb all the time. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but so I just try to give some, like, some sort of, like, advice or guidance because some of these kids, like, they're, they're either reckless or they just don't know any better and mm-hmm. they'll bring it to inappropriate places yeah. or try it at inappropriate places or times and it's just like... No, yeah, like, no, I feel that, Loki. What, what were you thinking of that? I've done know? some stupid shit in high school, like, with weed one time. Okay, so I was a good, like, a good girl in high school. Everyone yeah. was like, oh, like, you're good, you don't do anything. Well, I, I was getting into smoking and my friend sold edibles. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know much about weed, it was like, whatever. Um, so I bought one and I took it in PE, which was my first period, and it didn't hit me, you know, I was like, damn, this shit didn't even hit me, all yeah. right, we're going to our next class, it's, a uh, English, I believe, mm-hmm. and we had to do a speeches, we had to remember <sighs> a president's speech, Ooh. I had an Obama speech, Ooh. we had to go up there and recite it in front of everybody, Dang. so I'm just chilling, you know, I'm, like, watching these people go up, I'm like, all right, I'm next, like, I remember my shit, I'm excited, mm-hmm two people before i'm supposed to go up yeah it hits like a fucking bus Uh, like i'm like sitting there and instantly i'm like everyone's staring at me (laughs) everyone's looking at me they know i'm high yeah i go up to the podium and i just stand there and i'm like looking down because in my head i'm like they're all staring at me they know i'm high i know they're talking about me i know they're laughing at and i'm just silent i'm like they said (laughs) and then she just like she's like uh mackenzie are you gonna and i'm like 
I'm just standing there silent, and she's like, you know what? You could just take a seat, and we could redo it some other day. And That's like, cool. I was like, thanks, dude, thanks. Mm-hmm. I was tripping. And then for the rest of the day, like, all my teachers could tell, and they were just... Everyone mm. loved me. I was really cool with all the teachers. All the teachers loved me. So they kind of let it slide. But, yeah. like, they would make comments. Like, my teacher, Fresquez, was just like, I'm disappointed in you. Uh, he, and I was like, I was like, what? why? He's like, you know what you did. And I was like, fuck. But I'm hungry, though. And he was like, here's an apple. Just go eat it outside. <laughs> so I'm just in the hallway just, like, laughing my ass off eating an apple. And my friends are just staring through the window at me like, this bitch. Are yeah. you serious? <laughs> Good times, though. Yeah. But I... It's so tough because I, I think in a perfect, not even a perfect, but in a in my ideal scenario, I think like school is like to be around those kind of adults and to have adults that don't necessarily like shame you. And mm-hmm. not, I don't want to say like let it slide either because like they did talk to you about yeah. it and give you like pointers or advice in a very like passive aggressive way, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But it like that's a safer environment than like them trying it like you know in the streets quote unquote yeah no that's you know true that's or, very you know, true and mm. so i just think you know that that's where it's like it's it's hard you know because especially working in that industry you know they're like everyone's like when you go through the trainings and stuff in the beginning it's like no 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 but at the end of the day it's like well but like like you could give them smart advice you know mm-hmm. you can teach them to use it wiser if that makes sense and, and understand it more because i remember like as a teenager too like i didn't understand anything about it i just yeah and I was every time I did smoke at that time I didn't start smoking until second semester of my senior year so it was really late mm-hmm. but you know I, I just I remember feeling like paranoid and anxious every time because my parents always told me it was bad mm-hmm. you know and and I remember like you know they would they would always bring drug dogs to school so Ooh. I never wanted to be like Shit. you know one of those kids that got sniffed out or something mm-hmm. or you know you just there was such a negative connotation around it and and you know, so every time you would smoke, you were super fearful, and I feel like that was me, yeah. Like highs weren't even good then, because it was just like you're just like, like you smoke, are they gonna? Oh, are like, they gonna? Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, who's gonna be after me? You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, I, dude, I remember like one of the first few times smoking, like we'd go to like this riverbed over mm-hmm. up in like Orange, and you'd have to like cross the railroad tracks to get in there, so it's pretty secure. Uh-huh. But I remember we would smoke and like. Like you know, the 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 police sirens would <laughs> go off like and in the distance. Like, <laughs> I'm like guys, like I on? think we gotta go. Like <laughs> and they're like, dude, fucking relax. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. All right. That was you, Five, dude. Yeah. That was me too. I was the fucking like, you guys. I think we're gonna get in trouble. I don't. I don't want to get in trouble. Like yeah. that was me. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> good times it's, though. Yeah, it is good times. You just, you gotta learn on the fly sometimes. But I definitely wish there was more acceptance of it so we could you know. I think we're getting there. We're definitely getting there. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I I love that people are more open now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before, like, my mom would be like, no weed, no weed. But Mm -hmm. after I would come back from OC, back when I was living with my mom, she would always smell the weed. And she'd be like, you smell like weed. Like, you can't be coming in here like that. And Mm -hmm. then eventually she's like, you know what? You can smoke weed, but just, like, don't bring it to the house. And, like, you know, you're good. So she kind of, like... yeah. I mean, the other day she's been she's been eyeing my stories recently because oh, okay. I've been smoking, and she'll she'll be like, "I don't appreciate that you're putting that out there for people to see," and I'm like, yeah. "Sorry." Next day, smokes another <laughs> French inhale. <laughs> I'm like, "It's okay, mom. Just let me do my thing." Yeah, I know my mom kind of had a similar change of heart because you know the the opioid crisis and how people get addicted to pills mm-hmm. and it's, you know it's just one side effect after another and then you're, you're taking so many pills and to affect so many things thing. yeah mm-hmm. i know a few people and like i'm just like shit right and so i remember like you know just randomly she brought up the other day she's like oh like you know if i ever get so old to where i need to 
you know, take like opioid or like pills to for this kind of pain or whatever. Like I'm gonna look into like weed, and I was just mm. like, I was like, what? Like I, I was like dumbfounded. That. I was like, yo, You're like, like that's good, you know, because there is a lot of medical uses for it. You know, there's a lot of like, and CBD is kind of like that, um, that perfect. I think like, like ease into it. You mm-hmm. know, like society's easing into CBD, and um, it's like you know, I, like people at the school like. The teachers, at least, they'll talk about like using CBD to help them sleep or mm-hmm. for joint pain and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh wow! Like, if you There's guys are eventually yeah. catching on, like, it's eventually gonna be more accepted for even like THC yeah. creams and stuff 100%. like that too. So mm-hmm. that'll be fun. It'll be a fun world to live in. I think. I we're almost there. I yeah. feel it. I feel it. I think that. Yeah. Shit. I mean, so many people that I know now are like very accepting of weed, and mm-hmm. I think I'm just lucky because my dad's always been very accepting of weed. Um, in the beginning when I was like getting to know my dad a little bit more because I didn't always know him um, It was like kind of weird like I didn't smoke I didn't even know they smoked yeah. And then like a year in like we're just at the drive-in and he just pulls out a big-ass rig and I'm uh. tripping Like I'm sitting there like oh my god am I gonna get in trouble do they know that I smoke are they gonna yell at me And he's like hey you want to take a you want to take a dab and I'm like oh, man, that's I'm like crazy. is this a joke like am I gonna get in trouble right now and he's like no you're chill this just take test. a dab And I'm like fuck okay <laughs> So yeah. If you say yes, I'm gonna make If fun you of say you. yes, you're in trouble. If you say, if you if say, say no, no you're like, taking a dab yeah. anyway. <laughs> that's my dad for sure. Dab or dab. <laughs> dad or dab. Oh, nice. Dab with dads. Dab. That sounds like a podcast. Dev dabs with dads. Oh, that that could be a vlog. You Let's know? find some dads. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. I should have a podcast where I smoke with people. That'd be cool. I think podcasts are like, it's it's so very similarly to like how weed has opened up eyes to things like mm-hmm. podcasts in a similar way. Because back then it was like only radio, and to be on radio you had to know somebody, and it was like very limited. Yeah, and you're also yeah, and you have to talk about certain things. Like yeah, you can't really branch out and do a lot of things. But yeah, I like that. Very controlled. So now this is like like super uncontrolled radio. Anyone can start it, you know, with like the very simple tools, and hmm. I don't know, it's it's cool. There's a bunch of different niche niche niches. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Niches in podcasting. So and you do you talk about a lot of things. Like you'll talk about sports. You'll talk about like mm-hmm. just a bunch of stuff. And I'm yeah, like, I'm actually sitting there and I'm like, this is pretty interesting. <laughs> Thanks. I try. You know, like I'm a pretty diverse person as far as like interest. So mm-hmm. just trying to reflect that onto the podcast because I, I think other people are like that too. Very few do you meet like someone who's like only sports or like mm. only shoes or like only about their yeah, cars you that's know? very i mean unless the podcast is literally only for that yeah <laughs> but how often you upload once a week right yeah i'm trying to figure because i would love to do like podcasts but the thing is i don't really want to like schedule consistently mm. just like when i want to talk about something just maybe i'll just do lives maybe i'll stick maybe to lives. yeah like lives to kind of start off and i i even think like you could record the live or save the <laughs> mm-hmm. file and then yeah. upload it later True. kind of deal um Look into what is that new app called? The not the classroom. Uh, oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's literally, yeah. I have the notification on my phone right now. I know here. it's. It is called Clubhouse. Clubhouse, there, there it go. is. I was Clubhouse. Like, what is it? <laughs> I know. I think Clubhouse has that feature now too, where you can like host a room, and then if you're hosting that room or you co-host, could, yeah, you can draw the file later and put it on like a podcast. That's dope, actually. Mm-hmm. I didn't even. I haven't really explored explored Clubhouse, but my friend Cray OC, mm-hmm. he's always on. I'm always getting notifications of him on Clubhouse. Yeah. And, like, just not in like funny chat rooms, like where yeah. they just all talk shit and like just laugh, and I'm just like. 
okay, I'll check it out sometime. I just haven't had the time, you know? Yeah, and there's a lot to sort through. I remember my friend, he first invited me, I want to say like two months ago or mm -hmm. three months ago, when it was still relatively new. And like it was mainly like people of like the music industry. Yeah. And then now it's kind of like merged everything. into like everything because mm -hmm. a lot of more people have gotten invitations and stuff, but it's... It's, it's a lot to sort through because there's like, like you said, there's the comedy people one. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you're familiar with Zamir from Orange Collective, but I had him yes. on the show. Yes, and, yes, yes. And he's I always, you know, that. he's really about like spirituality mm -hmm. and he's a coach for that. He's dope. And he has like, I'll get notifications when he starts his sessions. But mm -hmm. I don't know, they're just always at like, you know, they're like noon and it's like, oh, I'm at work, you know, or like they're at weird times. And because it's audio, like you, you have to like, really, yeah, yeah, you have like, to tune in, you know? yeah, exactly. You can't just like, feel that. yeah, read it later or kind of deal. So it's. It's a little tough to like make the time to do it, but I like the concept of it because me too. You, you, I've had friends that like have connected with like managers to certain artists mm -hmm. or other people that they wouldn't have gone if Clubhouse wasn't a thing. You yeah, know? you gain so much knowledge, and I've been in actually. I did one Clubhouse meeting, and mm -hmm. it was um, a bunch of females mm -hmm. in the music industry, and they were all managing female artists. Ooh. So female managers, or just managers in general, and they were talking about how can we be better managers to female artists? Like, mm -hmm. how do we, do you have any tips, any, you know? Because it could be hard managing a female artist, and Steven is managing me, so he's kind of trying to learn too. Mm -hmm. So he's like, can you please join this? Like, I'm a little busy right now, but join it, take notes, let me know what they say, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I thought that was really cool. I, I really like that people go on there sometimes and spread knowledge. Yeah. Because That's... I would have not known any of that shit if I hadn't joined them. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, okay, mm -hmm. I'm glad I was there. And I think that's like more of what schools should be like, mm -hmm. you know, like a clubhouse or like a... Interactive. Yeah, like I, This whole curriculum, like you're forcing them to learn it a certain way and not all people learn that way. And I Super do Super vanilla that, too, you know? Yeah, it's like, come on. Yeah. Let's do some fun shit. Yeah. Color or something. Yeah. Ask me about my feelings. Or just, I don't know. <laughs> teach, yeah, teach kids about like intuition and trusting their instincts. And you know? also teach them about money management. Yeah. Like, why are we not learning any of that in shit? Like, any of that shit in school? Like, I didn't learn. They don't want us to know that shit. They just, they don't want to see us win. Mm -hmm. I'm convinced, like, the school I'm gonna, system. I'm going to fuck them up. I'm, I'm convinced <laughs> the school systems have stayed this way for so long because it's like, you know most people i'm sure who call the shots at the like state level are all like you know 70 plus so they're just like mm -hmm. oh yeah we're gonna fuck these kids and i feel like i have a feeling like like and this kind of sounds shitty to say but like when they die and like most of the people die off and we get like New not even our generation but just like people mm -hmm. like under 50 55 that are open-minded then things will like kind of change. change yeah so that is promising going forward but it's just it's a shame you know i I, I learned better from like things like Clubhouse or TED mm -hmm. Talks or other shit, you know, and like just kind of kind of like colleges. I don't, you know. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Yeah, it, you went but, to Fullerton too, right? Didn't we? Yeah, for yeah, we yeah, both went to semesters. Fullerton. Yeah, I only went there for two years, and mm -hmm. I was like, I'm out. I didn't even get a degree. I was like, music. And I was weird too. I went after my degree. Really? I wanted to get uh, some certificates, and it just didn't end up working. Mm. I did the thing too where I tried to jump right away, and was like, oh yeah, like full class load, like uh, what is it, twelve units or whatever. Oh yes, and, and that was tough because I, I was that already that I was, was already working and I was like fuck like this is tough so I think if I do because I do want to go back and learn take some psychology mm -hmm. classes learn more about I like love psychology you know yeah. if there is other classes and shit like that just you know maybe like one or two classes a semester that way I'm not overwhelming myself mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's easy to get overwhelmed mm -hmm. honestly but do you, did you play sports you played did mm -hmm. you play football I played football at Golden West yeah mm -hmm. for one year one season. 
You liked it, didn't you? You love you love sports. I feel like you're an act very active person. Yeah, super active. Every time active. I see you, you're like hiking or like <laughs> doing something. And I'm like, I just love fucking moving. Even when you know I smoke or something like or even like drink occasionally, like I'm a mover. You know, like I just feel. Mm-hmm. So you don't like sitting too long. I don't. Like, <laughs> it was just funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like to be up and moving around. So I don't know. That's why I like the office jobs too. Like never really appealed to me because. Mm-hmm. You just sit there all day. Type, type, type. Mm-hmm. I hate yeah. that. I don't like that either. Mm-mm. I just don't like jobs in general. I mean, to be honest, who likes working? I mean, personally, I haven't found a job. I found a few, but just like the the idea of going somewhere pretty much every single day for a certain amount of hours and doing the same thing, mm-hmm. to me, it's just like my my brain. Yeah. I'm like, I need to get out of here. I need to do something new. And then, it sucks, yeah. And a lot of times you feel trapped depending on your financial situation, mm-hmm. you know, and there's, you know, I remember at least when I was living with my parents, it was a lot easier for me just to be like, oh, I don't like this job. I like deuces, you know, I could just go to another job. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, now that I have a little bit more responsibility and I'm sure there's a lot more people who have more responsibility with kids and everything. It's like, even if you don't like this job, like, hey, you got to stick it out because it's just yep. like you got kids to rely on. You got a house payment to rely on. It's just like, oh, shit. Like, I'm getting to that point. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. So it's deep. And it's kind of scary, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's so important for us because we learn so much through this independence. What I've, well, I'm sure you've been learning a lot, you know, but yeah. I feel like me getting, gaining my independence and moving out and kind of just like not being alone because I do have like people that are like family around me mm-hmm. but like not having my parents or mm-hmm. like family actual family members is kind of scary to me but it's taught me to be strong mm-hmm. it's taught me like it's just taught me a lot it's helped me grow in so many ways and yeah. I'm really thankful it's it sucks that it happened the way that it did but at the same time I'm like thank god that I'm here and learning this shit out here with people who love me who, mm-hmm. people who support me and people that I enjoy being around mm-hmm. you know Everything happens for a reason, you know? A hundred, yes. Yeah. <laughs> T- talk to him, Noah. Talk to him. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to make you stronger, you know? We'll kill you. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> now, I remember last time I had you on, we talked about Taylor Swift and mm-hmm. how you got into a little run-in with some of her... Her stands. Fans, yeah, her stands on Twitter. Uh, anything else like that interesting happened lately? I'm here to tell you that low-key, maybe I'm a hypocrite, but I heard some of Taylor Swift's like songwriting songs that mm. aren't pop, because I hate pop. I don't really like pop music, to okay. be honest, but I heard some of her like guitar and like songwriting songs, and I was like, I want to make some stuff like this. Mm. So, Taylor, you are off the hook. I love you, bitch. <laughs> nice little update on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything, but you know what? she's cool we're all growing we're all learning doing our thing okay i'm trying to learn not to be so judgmental or not to be so negative like i want to learn to start doing things from a different perspective and instead of being like i don't like this person i want to like try to understand you know what maybe i don't like their music but but that shouldn't like say that 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 doesn't mean that they're not good at what they do that doesn't mean that they haven't worked hard to get where they're at you know Mm -hmm. you're just trying to learn to be more mindful of other people and their feelings and right and you can you can learn something from everybody Mm mm-hmm and and you may not love what they do, but it's like they're like let's say it's their work ethic kind of deal. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I remember when like Russ was kind of coming up and before he got super big, you know I think a lot of people like didn't really like his music and I I wasn't a fan of his music, but mm-hmm. I liked that he was so consistent and then he like just had like now he has such a big catalog, yeah. you know, and it's like like damn like, he's a he's a monster. Yeah, Dude, he just. And so I really admire that. So even though I didn't love his music, it's like, oh, hey, but he's just like consistently grinding stuff out. Mm-hmm. He has different lanes. He can sing. He can also rap. Like, and he's, and then he's always putting out stuff. Like, no yep. one's more consistent. 
than he is i would say right now yeah. so it's like it's pretty cool and not everyone works differently so mm-hmm. you can't you know compare artist to artist like that but still it's, it's you can pick something from everybody yeah that's what i'm trying to learn too i'm not gonna lie like i'm gonna come on here on the record and say i am not like everyone mm-hmm. knows this but i'm not perfect mm-hmm. you know i fuck up a lot i have a lot of toxic traits like i have a lot of things wrong with me that i need to learn how to deal with or i need to work on mm-hmm. but i think it's super cool that you know i don't even know why i brought that up low-key i'm not faded i haven't smoked yet today but it's been a long few days yeah um where why was i talking about that Mm-mm, i don't know not oh, perfect i'm learning i'm learning to be open and learning to be okay with being wrong mm-hmm. and changing my changing how i go about things for example like with the taylor swift thing i'm learning how to take accountability and be like you know what maybe i did something you know but I can go back and be like, all right, I fucked up. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. You know? That's huge. That's what I need. That's what I've been working on. Yeah. And I think um, even cancel culture is so big. And I kind of wanted to bring this up because, like, we're talking also about Twitter. Mm -hmm. There have been instances whether it's a former, uh, or not former, like a a professional athlete or, Mm -hmm. like, a celebrity, a musician. Somebody, like, when they finally pop up and make it. Someone will go back mm. in their history, kind of dig up an old tweet that was either racist, homophobic, or just offensive to some group of people. And or... To be honest with you, this sounds fucked up, but our generation is, we're kind of pussies. Yeah. Like, low-key. <laughs> like, in 2005, when, like, Filthy Frank was a thing, and, oh, like, yeah, yeah. shit, I was saying the most outrageous shit. Yeah. I was, like, just trying to be one of the bros. I was like, fuck those girls. I'm gonna bully. Like, I was just doing crazy shit. So, I would hate... <laughs> I hate cancel culture because I'm like, that like kind of makes it hard for people to grow. And yeah. like for, it's like just you're being so hard on someone for making a mistake. And I get it. Like, That's it's a young age. Yeah. And they're, they, I get it. They say offensive shit. But like what? Wh- we've talked about this. I remember us talking about this. Mm-hmm. What kid hasn't said some dumb shit or made a mistake? Yeah. Even adults make mistakes. It's yeah. not new. So why are we going to like torture them and just like fucking harass them from mm-hmm. doing something that we all do like right. at the end of the day we all we're all hypocrites mm-hmm. sorry to tell y'all but we're all hypocrites we all fuck up we all say dumb shit it is what it is i'm yeah. very impulsive so i make mistakes i would hate for someone not to accept me because i made a mistake right especially when i'm open to changing yeah exactly and that, that's the thing too if someone continuously makes mistakes and they're not open to changing and they just have that same repetitive behavior then yeah. boom that's a problem and sure maybe they should deserve to get canceled but mm-hmm. i feel like most people genuinely do want to change or learn different things and they're open to it mm-hmm. but you know we, we forget you know like we grew up here or at least i grew up here in orange county you grew up here in southern california a little bit different places but still like we have our way of thinking which is pretty common to like other people from california mm-hmm. but if we went you know oh met, yes you're right from people from missouri or like kansas or they're georgia different. like you know they're gonna have a different view of life and you know like some things that we accept see as normal here they're gonna be like what the fuck like that's super like weird Mm -hmm. you know and they're maybe not willing to change their ideas on certain things and others because they they were taught that was right for so long and their parents you know and that's there's nothing wrong with that you know Mm -hmm. i i have no problem with that but it is true like a lot of people i forget Mm -hmm. that we are very like in our own spot in our own place because Sometimes people will come from here, like, from out of state, and they'll be like, you're so L.A. And I'm like, what does that mean? I wasn't even born in L.A. Like, yeah. what? They're like, you could just tell, like, the way you're dressed, like, you're so L.A. Like, mm. I'm like, okay. Or, like, you have an accent. And I'm like, I have an accent? What, what do you mean? I'm not even talking like this. This is an accent. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's funny when people say, well, yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, accents are just to the... 
yeah, beholder. I just, I never hear it. Yeah. I mean, I wish that I could, but. Mm-hmm. That's funny, though, the L.A. thing. I th- I just think people in general. But maybe that is a, a California. Maybe it's like a California thing. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people think California is just like L.A. and San Francisco. I'm like, that's <laughs> it, you know? Yeah. They're like, so you're from L.A., right? I'm like, there's a lot of places out here, dude. Like, yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. And kind of similar, but not very different, too. You know, everywhere has, like, it's... I feel like I love Santa Ana, because, mm-hmm. like, I know everyone there, and everyone's very, like... Well, 4th Street, very, like, community. Mm-hmm. And then other places are very, like... Like, I have to be... I have to be very, like, careful, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know? It just depends on the place, the people. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned 4th Street. Now that things are opening up, are, do you guys have any have... Uh, whether it's with your group... Or just at you as yourself, do you have any performances coming up? I do not have performance. I'm working on learning how to be a better performer, actually, okay. and vocal control. So I probably won't be doing shows for a little bit. Like, hopefully, if I get the opportunity, I would love to take it. Mm-hmm. But I really, really want to get better at performing like Papes. I, I take a lot of inspiration from Papes and other people on the team because I see that they all have their own, like, skills. Papes is so good at performing. He's mm. so good at talking to the people, getting them engaged. Mm-hmm. And then when I perform, I feel a little bit, like, awkward. Like, I feel weird in front of a camera. I'm like, well, how do I move? Like, how do I talk? Like, what do I say? I'm always like, hey, guys, Dev here. Like, <laughs> listen to my new song. Like, I don't know what to say. So I just want to make sure I'm well-rounded before I put myself out there. Yeah. Practice makes perfect, too. I think it'll be cool. I guess things open up, maybe, like, open mics open up and stuff like the Cool Lab and other <sighs> projects that. like that. Yeah, it was a cool community, you know, and hopefully uh, and things are opening up mm-hmm. fast. So hopefully within the summer we can get something like that back. We need to get out there. Yeah. Well, ha- I'll put you on a show. You want to sing with me? Yeah, I'll let hell you yeah, rap. that'd be dope. Okay. I'll like write you some bars and then you could just go. I'm Noah. I don't fuck with the. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Forget it. <laughs> I something like that. I feel like Noah. There's not a lot that rhymes with the name, but you could something different. Yeah. Noah. <laughs> Noah, Moa. I'm about to grab the Moa and go over this lawn because y'all are some lame ass hoas. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. I I'm like trying. It. I'm trying. I'll write you something. That'd be easier. I'm not a, I'm not good at freestyling. That no, much. you're good. You're good. <laughs> we got plenty of time to work on it still. Yeah, true. Uh, all right. Um, are there any more goals for you outside of music and outside of your career that you'd like to accomplish this year? Hmm, some goals. You know, I need to start thinking about stuff like this, but I really don't. I just kind of live life. I think, um, like I said, a very big goal of mine right now is just to learn myself, learn how to love myself healthy in a healthy way. Um, and also to kind of like rewire my brain. I feel like mm-hmm. because I've been through so much trauma and just, just so much has been going on and everyone goes through it. You mm-hmm. know, I'm learning like I'm not special, you know, like everyone goes through shit. So I'm learning to cope, I'm learning to rewire my brain, I'm learning to be more positive, I'm learning to talk to myself more positive, I'm learning to just appreciate the good things, Mm. rather than being so focused on, like, the small bad things. Mm. It's a big thing for me right now. Okay. Well, props to you for being able to work on that stuff. Thank you. I wish you nothing but the best in that journey. Now, before we end the show, do you like to ask these fun, interactive questions? Oh, yes. So, I don't remember if I asked you this previously, so I'll, I have some other questions in line, though, for you, but go to topping on, on a pizza. Pineapple on pizza. Pineapple? Pineapple on pizza, always. Just pineapple, though? 
Um, it could have pepperoni or ham, but like there has to be some pineapple on you there. Like pineapple, okay. People, do you like pineapple I, pizza? I don't. But Ugh. I don't. No I don't judge. You're no judge. Me. I don't judge me here. Fine, fine, fine. No judging. No judging. <laughs> if you could have, uh, so you have a, you're hosting a dinner guest. You're hosting a dinner. You have five guests, dead or alive. Who would you want to have at your table? Well, okay. I would want first of all Earl sweatshirt better mm. be there. <laughs> Earl, I want Tyler. I want. I need some bad bitches, so I'm gonna need some like Rihanna. Mm. I'm gonna need some Ariana Grande. Okay. And last but not least, I'll have to say I want Steven to be there. <laughs> just because okay. I love Steven. <laughs> Alright, dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you could be reincarnated to any animal, what would it be? You asked me this last time and I'm gonna stick with a penguin. Okay. I just love penguins are my favorite animals. I like penguins. They're just so cute and cuddly. They, I, they look cuddly. I don't know if they actually are, but I would cuddle a penguin. <laughs> All right, what, what's one area of yourself that you'd like to see yourself growing? Mentally. Mm-hmm. I want to get stronger mentally. Okay. All right. Would you rather skydive or bungee jump? Both. Okay. Both. I would rather go skydiving while bungee. Wait, I, would, <laughs> I, don't, no, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that's a yeah, thing. I don't think cause... that's a thing. You could like plug it up to the plane and then I'll jump off the plane. But then I feel like the and the, then once the I cord, get to like the, the bottom, I'll let go of it and then I'll pop the little parachute and then I'll just fly down the rest of the way. That's pretty sick. I'm sure there's a way you could find. I just feel like physical, physics wise, that's pretty hard. Because if you have too much force on that bungee cord, you might take down the plane. I don't know though. Um, I would say I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> no, to be honest, right. I don't think you weigh enough. True. To maybe. Do that. A plane is a big ass. But it's thing. like, but I, I, the the cord is like, it's all built off momentum. So like, you you go like if you fully extend the cord, like that's gonna like cause some sort of snap, and it's a big well, cord. We can work out the details. Yeah, it's you're all right. right. It's we all can, right. We can work these out. This is all hypothetically. Come on, let's think of solutions, not problems. Mm-hmm. All right. So. If you could be doing anything other than making music, what would it be? I would just be dead, low key. Yeah. I, I, there's nothing else. <laughs> this is it. Music. This is it. If I'm not doing music, I don't want to be doing anything else. Okay. All right. Right on. And then, if you were stranded on an island, but food and water provided, what are three things you'd like to pass the time? I need someone to be there with me. Okay. I need need to have a friend. Um, I need... Hmm. Weed. I'm going to need some, like, weed products, you know? Yeah, you can package that stuff in the wraps. Okay. And then third... I don't even know. Mm. Um, maybe like makeup. Mm, okay. I like makeup. It's fun to pass okay. the time, you know. Play around with it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be going crazy. I'll be drawing like fucking faces on coconuts and shit with my makeup. <laughs> Hell yeah. Gluing eyelashes onto them. <laughs> what do you think, Catherine? <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, she yeah. just chilling there. She has like a little wig. She start making little voices. For <laughs> I think that was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to have someone on my side. <laughs> and then last question. If you could give any advice to yourself, what would it be? Hmm. To like my old self? Yeah. I would say learn. I would say take care of yourself. Hmm. Really. I spent, I've spent a lot of my life worrying about making people happy Mm. i'm very big on like i really want to make people happy i really want to make people feel good but i would really have loved it if i would have spent more time on myself you know and like really put that energy into me and like making sure that i'm good yeah 
you know, because it's, it's better sooner than later. And mm-hmm. at this point, it's like later. And I'm like, shit, how do I deal with all of this? What the fuck? No one taught me this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of scary. A little daunting for sure. Props to you, though. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me on again. Of course. Y'all, this is my Mike and I with Noah and Dev. Hey. And you know what? We're going to make today our bitch. <laughs> Every single day. I hope you guys make today your bitch. Uh-huh. And I love y'all. Before you go, tell the people where they can find your music, visuals, all that kind of good stuff. You guys can find me on mostly Instagram. I use Instagram a lot, which is at underscore D-E-V-A-R-O-U-X underscore. And then if you want to find me on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever, um, you can just look me up Devereaux, D-E-V-A-R-O-U-X. And all my stuff is there, even YouTube. Check me out. Awesome. Check her out. Thank you again for being on the show. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See ya. Boom. That's going to wrap it up for another episode of the My Mike and I podcast. I'm Noah Alvarez. And before I go, be sure to like, subscribe, follow the podcast homepage. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, baby, I would really appreciate you if you could leave a rating and review. I would greatly appreciate it. It takes about 90 seconds of your time, and you can leave episode specific. So you'd be like, oh, I really like this combo with him and Devereaux. Or you could just make it general. I like the people that he has on, the questions that he asks. I think he's cute, etc., etc. Nah, but for real, yo, I'd really appreciate it if you guys left a rating review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to follow the My Mike and I Instagram page, at my period Mike and period I. One more time, that's at my period Mike and period I. Or the Twitter, at underscore Noah Alvarez. I'll promote the podcast on those two platforms. It's also a good way for you to reach out to me if you're interested in being on the podcast. So, yeah, be sure to hit those two platforms up. Still looking for some great interviews. If you have anybody in mind, be sure to hit me up, reach out. I'm open to all ideas, and I'll consider basically anyone that gets thrown my way. Now, last thing before I go, did want to remind you guys to... Chase your dreams, not checks, never stop seeking knowledge, and I hope you continue to battle whatever obstacle you may be going through because, man, it's, it's, it's only temporary. Understand that. So, hope you guys continue to smash your goals, and thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the My Mike and I podcast. I'll see you guys next time. Noah Alvarez, 